entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. People walk into my office at 4.15 p.m. right when I'm getting ready to leave and keep me what, there for four minutes. What could you do about that, Jeff? Jeff, I, you know, I, I think, here's <clears throat> the thing, I think you've trained them. To come to your office at 4.15. No, no, it's Darren. You need to untrain them It's now. Darren. You need to untrain Darren. <laughs> I don't know how. You know what's funny? Every single time... It's only he, on Tuesdays. Wasn't late It's literally late only on Tuesdays. Because of Darren, too. Oh, many times. We need to, we need to set a uh, reminder. A, a little kitty? No, we need to text... We need to it's set text. an auto-texter to Darren, Darren saying, not, make sure that Jeff and Layton can leave at 4.15. <laughs> do not bother them <laughs> past 4.10 on Tuesday. All right. Glad, glad we got that out of, <sighs> out of the way. <clears throat> Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 427. And it's Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. Happy November. I, I think that was my best Leighton impression. It was great. I, I think it was really good. It was good. You weren't even paying attention. Listeners. It, it was exactly what Leighton does every time. <laughs> That's the key. Don't pay attention. You did Listeners, well. what did you think? How, how would you grade Jeff's um, opening to the episode? Comment on the Facebook post if you want to or send in a message. Anyway, today we've got some lessons to learn. Mm. Uh, I had to learn a lesson the hard way. And it has to do with a ring... Uh, floodlight ring is like this, you know, the doorbells, they also have floodlights. And I learned a lesson that would have saved me several hours and, and, you know, frustration. Um, and it's also a tech tip as well, because I guarantee you, you will fall into the same trap, an actual story and a tech tip combined into one. This is unheard of. And a lesson. Wow. Three in one. Wow. Ruben. I think that you should just write a book and make people pay you to to read it. I agree. It's too much. It's too much. That's content. why we. That's why we have the podcast, Jeff, to unload wisdom about ring floodlights. To unload wisdom. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we've got that. We've got. We want to start getting your ideas, listeners. I'm talking to you. We want to start getting your ideas for the best Christmas gifts because yes. we know, we know what it's like to you need to buy something for your brother or for your cousin or or some someone like that. Or maybe a spouse, mm-hmm. and you don't know what to get them. Mm-hmm. And I've got one killer idea. Ooh, a killer idea. I, you, a gun. You, I guarantee you, <laughs> the person you're going to gift it does not have it. Uh, or if they have something similar, this version of it is so much better that they won't be disappointed that, the, that they're going to replace what they currently have. A pink handgun. So, is it a ring? Shh. We're not, we're not, oh. this is just, we're, we're not going to, I'm not going to say what it is today. Oh. I want your what? ideas, listeners. Oh. Send in. I was ready to share my ideas. Me too. Well, you got to wait till next week. Oh. Um, I'm going to forget it by next week. Well, this is, this is mostly for the listeners, not for you guys. Oh, man. Um, so those two, uh, or I guess those, I've got my ring story and what else do we have on the docket for today? <laughs> I We've got some feedback. I got some feedback. And nothing really happened to me this week. I didn't have any uh, scary story where I saved someone. Uh, have you gone I, hunting? I a, have you gone hunting since the last time? Yes. In fact, <laughs> actually, I do okay, have a story. Since there's a story there. I do right. have a story, guys. I have a I have a park recommendation. A, a park? Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so why don't we, let's do the feedback and then we'll get through our list of content for today. And Nicholas, I know you had some verbal. Yes, I did. Verbal feedback, go ahead. Um, so I was at, well, if you listen to last week's episode, um, I mentioned, or I did the story about me saving Eric, uh, my brother-in-law Eric's life. Um, and just. You regret it? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't regret it. I just feel like I should have got something, you know, more out of the situation. Oh, <clears throat> he, I don't even think he said thank you. In fact, I think he, he chewed you out. He chewed he? me out for going too slow. <laughs> you saved my life <sighs> in a way that was not I know. expedient. And anyways, I was at church and I had to go back into the. I don't know what you call it. like what's behind the the um, entrance. Yeah, in the entrance. I had to go back in the entrance and I was standing there and they were singing a song. The church people were. And Nathan was sitting beside, or not sitting, standing beside me, and we weren't saying anything. We were just looking, you know, waiting for the song to be over to to we can go back to our, our uh, seats. And he looks over at me and says, "Um, that was a very good story that you said on the podcast last week." And I said, "Thank you." And that was that was it. <laughs> right. So it was that was it. Just some. So thanks for a good story. Yep. It, it was a good story. You did a good job. Thank you. All right. So now for the the life lessons from Ring. Oh, <clears throat> oh yeah. This <clears throat> actually starts more than a year ago. I got some Ring floodlights. And I installed it in our backyard to replace our existing just normal floodlights. The advantage mm. of Ring is that it has a camera. That's the big mm. thing. It also has sirens. You can also – it has an intercom that you can – talk with intruders, oh, mm-hmm. scare them off. Um, and it also has, obviously has like sensors, very detailed sensors that you can say exactly where it should start recording and, and trigger and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So much smarter than just your normal floodlight. Mm-hmm. So I go ahead and install it last year sometime and I love it. It's terrific. I've got a view of the backyard. Uh, we've got, actually the, the old floodlight, the light bulbs had burned out so and so they weren't, it wasn't even working anymore. And so rather than replace the light bulb, I decided to just install a ring. That's smart. Um, but it didn't take long for my neighbor to start to complain. He said, hey, and my neighbor is great. I, I, he's a great, great neighbor. He's the, the love neighbor. His last name is Love. Oh. The, oh. the one that I accidentally texted. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. He, he said, hey, uh, whenever he steps out, like he thinks my, my, my light settings are way too sensitive because whenever he – steps out of his backyard or into the, his backyard, it like the light goes off. And you mean I, turns on? The light oh, goes, sorry, sorry, the light turns on. The floodlight goes the, on. Yeah, yeah. And and he said it's just like or and sometimes even there might be in the backyard having a fire around and it's like always triggering. And I was very careful when I set this up. Because you can set, you know, the the pre- y- y- when you set up the motion area mm-hmm. that it's looking at, you have a picture of you. Like it just takes a photo of your backyard, what it's seeing, and then you can actually like trace exactly where you want uh, that area to be looked at for triggering. Right, right. I see, yep. And I was very careful to make sure. Like I got as much of, I got all of my yard, but nothing in his yard and nothing in the back alley because I don't want just you know mm-hmm. it triggering all the time. Yep. So I looked at it again, readjusted <laughs> it. And uh, it didn't help. And and I had noticed that it did sometimes seem just to always just come on. 
And I, I, so it was kind of frustrating. And, and so to fix it, this was last summer. We were actually gone for the summer. We went on our, our West trip. Mm-hmm. So to fix it, I just went and just set a schedule on the light to not turn on at all until after midnight. Oh, yeah, sure. And that solved it because they weren't out past that time. Um, so kind of <laughs> left it that way. Oh, but, but so the problem is that when we come home late at night, maybe at like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock after it's dark, the light won't come on because and you because can't I have see. it because I have it scheduled where ah. it doesn't come on until midnight. Yep, mm-hmm. so it's kind of annoying. Anyway, I thought uh, it was pretty obvious to me that this light. Oh, oh and and then I went even like, to test it just recently. I went and like set the the motion sensitivity to like a very small area. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's no way I'm getting anything over in his yard. It's right here. I set it and waited for it to get dark. And I waited and watched, and, and and I turned off the schedule, so mm-hmm. it's supposed to work just all the time. And it starts flickering on like every every minute, hmm. and I know there's nothing moving in that area. Yeah, but it uh. just like it just triggers on, and so obviously, I've got a faulty ring device, where the sensor is just always thinking it's triggering. <clears throat> So thankfully, I actually had an extra one. So I go down to the basement the, the, the next Saturday, and I replace it. And if you know, like, I'm not a handy guy. Like, it took me three hours. It took me – it probably was only an hour, but it probably should have only taken about 15 minutes. <laughs> so I take this down, take the old one down, throw it away. And the other thing is, too, my my ladder is is just tall enough. And so you have to like kind of like hold it. You have to, as you're attaching the wires and stuff. You have to like hold it above your head, attach wires, attach screws. And so I was get, it was very tiring, mm. but eventually I did get it done. Uh, I replaced it and took the old one and put it in the dumpster. And that night, I wait to watch this magic, and the exact same thing happens. So you throw mm. away a good, perfectly good camera. Well. It was in the dumpster. This was like, um, I had rolled it out to the dumpster or, or, or out to the road to be to be picked up. Yeah, but I did get it back then. That's Once I realized that it was not faulty, I went and got it. And so here was actually the problem. There are two different motion sensors for Ring. The one is for the video camera, which is what I was adjusting and testing and trying yeah. to like do. The other one is for the light. Oh. There's a totally separate sensor setting for the light. Oh. And it's not nearly as uh, granular yeah. as, as what the video yeah. uh, sensor is, but it's still enough that I could go and turn off like the left, the one side and also bring in the range. So if you're having problems with your ring light <laughs> just going, being se- censored all the time, check that out. And it is weird because... There was nothing moving. Even even with that sensor turned all the way on, it nothing was moving. It, it shouldn't have been triggered, but mm-hmm. it, it just was. Yeah, it just was just always every thirty seconds it would just turn back on. Mm. Maybe there was sometimes when I put trail cameras up in the in the woods. Sometimes there's like corn or a leaf that moves and triggers it. But this is there was no. Oh, no, it's th- just really really fast deer. <laughs> Just you're they're, saying they're gone. at his house? No, no, for you. They're they're gone by the time uh, that it takes a picture. Maybe, maybe there's a bug that just flies around. It should account for bugs. Like, it's only supposed to trigger if there's like a large object. I've large. I've had mine go when there was a spider <gasps> building a web in front of the sensor, and then the spider like running back and forth made it go. Mm. 
Oh. All right. So there's my story, lesson, and tip. Mm. Check all the settings first. Maybe there's different. Maybe, maybe there's, there's more settings. settings. Yeah. Wow. Ring is a pretty good system, and they have a very good price for their, uh, the, like the unlimited recording and professional monitoring. Um, I I thought it was very good. <clears throat> Definitely. And in Elkhart, you can never go wrong. Like I know that there's there's there were different opinions about home security systems when I when I got ours, but um, I've grown more. I just think about it differently than I used to, and it's it's not the it's not the idea of having a security system there so that you can catch the person who you know steals your stuff because the fact of the matter is you probably can't. We had stuff stolen off our yeah. off our porch, but I think that it does a makes a big difference in just who like even tries to approach mm-hmm. your house to steal things. Uh, if they see a camera there, they're way less likely. To, mm-hmm. to even try, yeah, uh, which I think is is the point. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> right. anyways, I have a park recommendation. Yeah. yeah, and this is how to park your vehicle. Oh, no, I thought I'm, you no, were saying. Oh. I'm actually kidding. Oh, I thought you actually meant like a park park. <laughs> no, actually, this is a park park. Oh, okay. okay. I, I just wanted to throw that in there because right. I knew I knew to throw you guys off. Uh, I don't, Ruben. I don't know if you guys have ever been to High Dive Park in Elkhart. Uh, I don't. Sound, no, I don't think so. But it's. I I was so so we you know as a family like to go outside and do things sometimes and um we've been to sometimes just sometimes not all the time just we've been to Oxbow Oxbow is really nice mm-hmm. but it's kind of far away yeah it's so far away and and it's pretty big and basically you can walk there and there's some playgrounds but they're not like that great it's it's for walking it's a walking park okay right and yeah you can go fishing there but it's kind of like whatever well. We went the other day. We were like, you know what? Uh, we've never been to High Dive Park, and we're going to check it out. And I've heard about it, um, but it, it always kind of looked kind of like out of the way and a little bit abandoned from the pictures. And mm. and we went there, and it's amazing. It's the best park in Elkhart, hands down. Whoa. It okay, is, and so is it right close to Island Park? Yeah, it's pretty close. It's actually right behind the Kroger that is on the corner of uh, uh, oh, okay. Benham, not Benham, Bristol Street and Beardsley. Johnson Street, Beardsley Street and Johnson Street. That's what it is. Beardsley and Johnson. There's a there's a Kroger on the corner there, and, and then right in behind it is this park, and it's awesome. It has it has. So what and it is? Jeff, I just I just looked it up on Google Maps. Google Maps shows it a little bit different. So is there? How do you get to it? If someone's familiar yeah. with the area, yeah. It's kind of weird to get to, but the parking lot is on the north side. So if you want to, you should go up Cassopolis Street off of uh, Beardsley, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just across the railroad tracks. And then there's a road there that kind of goes at an angle. And you turn onto that road mm-hmm. and you go east on that road. Okay. And then um, you can get to the parking lot there. Okay. And I do see, yeah, public parking, high drive lot. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, it's like... It's like so. There's like a river that uh, a, a small river that comes through there. It's like a creek that dumps into the Elkhart River um, or the Saint Joseph Saint Joseph River, actually. But um, there's a place there that used to be a stone quarry, and then back in the day they put a dam in to make the river higher, and the river then flowed into the stone quarry and then back out. So so the river like kind of splits, and half of it 
sorry, it's a, it's a creek. Mm-hmm. Like like ten percent of it goes into High Dive Park into the ponds at High Dive Park. There's okay. two. Uh, there's actually three ponds, and they're all connected. And then the rest just goes out into the river. And so it's a really nice park. There's some really nice walking trails. It's like there's trees, but there's plenty of grass under the trees. It's a very nice, smallish, but very modern, up-to-date playground. Okay. Um, and the the there used to be a diving platform, which is why they call it High Dive Park. And so one of the ponds is like 30 feet deep. Oh, wow. Oh. And so because of this and because the river flow, like the stream flows into it, there's actually a lot of fish in there as well. Um, oh. And so it's really good for fishing. It's really good for skateboarding, for taking a walk with your kids, for play, going to the playground, for picnics. It's like it's the perfect park. Cool. I've never heard of it. I also see that there's some tennis courts there. Yeah. Yeah. There's some there's some tennis courts there. Yep. I see. So it's it's a it's a really cool park. Now, um, I think that because like there are, are a lot of people there, and so they do sometimes have issue with like people trying to break into your vehicles, and because the park is pretty spread out, okay. um, and there's a lot of people there, so it would be pretty easy for someone to try to break into your vehicle without being noticed. But there is often a cop just sitting there in the parking lot as well. Okay, but. Mm. All right, that's a good recommendation, Jeff. So yeah, good job, Jeff. Yeah, if you if you want to go to a park, especially if you live in the Elkhart area, go check it out. Um, but even if you don't, it's very worth going to. It's very fun. It feels very much like the outdoors inside the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> all right, Nicholas, hunting story number two. Okay, so uh, I like to say. For, on the record. Jeff, should we make a bet how many arrows were lost this time? Three Four. three seems like three seems like too much. I'm gonna guess two. Alright, I like to go on the record. I'm gonna go with three. Um, I like to go on the record that it's not me, it's my bow. <laughs> Alright, well let's hear the story. Alright, so it was Friday afternoon, one o'clock. My dad asked me, so I work with my dad and my brother at Wakarus Heavy Equipment. My dad asked me, hey, are you going to go hunting tonight? Because my wife was gone at, at um, a friend family shindig thing that, yeah. Anyway, she was gone that evening. So that's a great opportunity for me to go hunting. Um, I'm not ditching my wife and leaving her at home. She's got plans, so it worked out well. So I said, yeah, I, I, I'll probably go hunting. And so I decide this is a perfect opportunity to take my nephew hunting with me. So I call up my sister and say, hey, does uh, Lincoln want to go hunting with me? She said, yeah, he'd love it. Let me call him or call whoever she's with, he's with because he wasn't with her. Long story short, we go hunting, okay? So I, we get hunting. I get home at like 5.30 and sunset at 6.45, 6.45. So you barely have time to even barely. hunt. But that's why I feel like his good times is, is not as long. So Lincoln, my nephew, could could last. He's six years old. He could last, you know, an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 45, you know, something like that. Rather than a long sit, like, a couple hours. You know, they can't do that. Anyways, so we had this blind back in our woods that my cousin makes. My cousin makes stump blinds. Um, shout out to him. Actually, he stump, actually... Stump blinds. Miles comes on to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Miles, the... Biblical grounds. Yeah, biblical grounds, man. He makes blinds for hunting, and so we have one of his. 
And so I was going to go hunting with Lincoln back there. Well, I get home and my dad's like, hey, I'll, I'll go with you since I'm, because since my dad's home alone too, because my mom's at the same shindig as my wife is. So it's, so it's, so it's your dad and Lincoln and me. And you. So three of us. And so I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? More <laughs> the merrier. Um, so I'm not very, I'm not planning to see much because Lincoln, I'm planning for Lincoln to be loud. You know, I don't know. We'll see once. So we get back to the blind, we get up, and we weren't walking in very quietly. Lincoln was talking, he was, you know, walking very loudly with leaves, scraping his legs. And we get up in the blind, we get all set what up. You, what do you mean leaves scraping his legs? I'm saying is instead of picking up your legs to walk, he kind of like sh- like schleffs them. He was schleffing his feet. Schleffing his He's feet. He's like snow walking on the leaves. Yes. Yes. He had like, it, picture a person with snowshoes on, and like they don't, you don't pick up your snowshoes, you kind of just like. Like, you know, like, kind of drag him along in the snow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of what he was doing, but with his boots. Okay. And the leaves were like, you know what I'm saying? So we get up. Yeah, exactly like that noise. That's perfect. Oh, that was perfect. Um, We get up in the blind, and we sit down, and I'm not kidding you, less than two (laughs) minutes of sitting down and doing nothing, we see a deer coming. (laughs) And... I'm like, is it a buck? My dad's like, it's a buck. It's a buck. I was like, is it big? He's like, ah, it's pretty small. It was, a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a decent, it was a decent four pointer. It's yeah. not what I wanted to shoot. I wanted something bigger, but it, it was a, it, the body was big, so mm-hmm. it could have been a big buck at some point. It, 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 I think it'll get bigger. Oh, okay. I think, I think it's young. And it'll be big next year and get bigger, so forth. Anyways, and so I was like, well, I don't really want to shoot it. But I said, should I shoot it just for the experience of Lincoln? Because Lincoln was like, this is so cool. He's never seen a deer while hunting. Uh-huh. He said, this is so cool. So I was like, should I shoot it just for his, you know, for him? But I was like, well, it's up to you. You know, it's up to you. Whatever. I was like, ah, sure. I'll, I'll try it. So, <laughs> so okay. So the, the buck. So I'm sitting on, on the driver's side, technically. So my dad's to my right. Lincoln is on his lap. This blind has like eight or nine or ten windows that go all around us, and so my window is open to my and right. Are you you're, the the blind is is like elevated two, two floors? Yeah, two floors. We're on top floor. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably like I'd say twelve to fifteen feet in the air, probably maybe less than that, maybe twelve to ten. Uh, it's it's high. It's high. Yeah, yeah. it's high enough where it, it looks. It, it's like it's like a tree stand, and so. The deer's to my right, and so I kind of kneel down, and the window's open, so I have I pull back my bow, and my dad is, like, sitting, like, right beside me to the right now, and I have my bow ready, and I'm looking through the window, and I, before, well, before this, I checked, so there's a tree that I checked for distance, and it was 35 yards. Mm-hmm. So you can't check the deer for distance? Well, he, he wasn't there yet. He was going that way, so I figured he'd be close to that tree. <clears throat> so I get everything ready, and the deer's coming, slowly coming. And in that moment, like I said before, my other my other deer hunting stories, in that moment, you don't really think. Your your mind and your hands are in d- two different situations. They they don't they don't work well together in that situation because you're, you're shaking, you're nervous, pump, blood is pumping, adrenaline is high. And so I'm picturing, I'm shooting, I'm trying to shoot at the at the lungs, which is like right behind the shoulder, a little bit up. 
in between in between my thirty and my forty pinner. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm doing that, and I'm like, okay, so I made a noise, and and beforehand he was kind of walking towards me. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that, and I'm making a noise. He stops, and then I shoot, and I see the arrow. It it's like slow motion. I see the arrow flying into the air, and in the split second where I shot the deer, I don't know if he had some some extra agility moves, but in somehow he went from looking like so he's walking towards me, kind of like to my right, and in a split second he did like a one eighty. And he's like heading now away from me, and the arrow went right over his back, <laughs> and it was so fast. It was like a, it was like a, I like let go of the of the arrow, and he like did a one eighty, and then whoo, flew flew away. And I said, I I don't think I hit him. I think I went. I could I could see the arrow just go over his back, and I said, I don't think I got him. But I, I'm 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 shocked that when he did a 180, that I didn't get him in the neck because it was I mean it was it was so it was so close <laughs> like my arrow and him moving was so instant and so like I'm shocked I didn't get him in the air in the neck. <clears throat> Why well, did you should start a YouTube channel? You should video this by the way, and start a YouTube channel. And it's not for hunters. But it's actually for animal lovers. <laughs> and they're like, oh, here's another deer that escaped. And it would be exciting for them. You know what would be cool? If you would put a, a GoPro on the end of your arrow. Like, <laughs> like right after the tip. Works, right after the tip. And just, you'd have to shoot really close. So, okay, well then, then I realized. So then <laughs> after the shot... On Saturday, this is Friday night. On Saturday, I said, I'm going to shoot my bow at a target <laughs> and see if it's really, if it's me or if it's the bow. Because I bought this bow like 12 years ago. And so I shot it and it was quite a bit off, but not enough where I, <laughs> <laughs> not enough where I should have missed it. <clears throat> well, but it, were you shooting with broadheads? Yes. I mean, if we, when you were target Oh, no, 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 fuel tips. Because t- how much does that, I thought that can impact it quite a bit. You know, I'm not sure. I should, I don't know. I don't know. Let, okay, so I, 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 I sired in, so now it, it should be accurate. So let me go hunting again. I'm going <laughs> hunting maybe this Saturday, okay? <laughs> so let's, next Tuesday we'll talk and then we'll go through that, okay? What you need to do. Nicholas, if this fails again, <laughs> stop hunting. No, you need to go and buy a bunch of chickens and have real target. Oh, practice. there you go. Oh, that's what you should do. Yeah, you're right. That's a good idea. Actually. Just let them loose and just shoot chickens. That's a Jeff. That's a really good idea, actually, Jeff. And if you want to, you could even maybe. Uh, how could you make them appear more like deer to give that adrenaline like rush? Co- color them brown, maybe. But you know, put I, a blanket actually, over. You know what I could do actually. Can't you like buy like deer from like fence or like from like those Amish guys that that breed deer? Like, can't you buy Maybe. a doe for a couple hundred bucks? Really? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure that they're... so you would just buy a deer and let it run around you in just, your well, pasture. You just, you just tie, tie it up so it can't tie get it too up far so, away. Yeah. <laughs> like a fifty foot rope, so it can't go further than that. And I'll just I'll just stand and I'll just shoot at it. 
And actually, it might live forever. I mean, for how I shoot, it could live for a couple of years. Uh, just watch. You would, like, shoot and miss and hit the rope, and it would run away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I shoot. Well, at least you're being a good sport about it. Yeah. Well, my I was talking to my wife last night, and she was like, like, isn't it embarrassing? And I said, <laughs> I said, well, no, because I'm at the bottom now. I mean, people already know me as the guy that missed deer. So I, literally, I can't get worse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's something about meeting expectation. Exactly. Like, like Zach, Zach, my cousin, is a very good hunter, and he's killed massive bucks. And if he would miss a deer, he had missed deer before, and it's a big deal. Me, they just laugh and write it off, you know? It's no biggie. <laughs> you should ask him to... To miss a deer? No, no, no. To like maybe I don't know. Give some pointers. Well, my my uncle, his father in law, texted him on a group chat and said, "Hey, would you help Nicholas and give him some tips on how to kill a deer?" <laughs> As a joke. As a joke. <clears throat> but I don't know. Maybe I need to go to a bow this shop is... and just say, "Fix my bow. Make yeah. it make it kill animals." <laughs> have you? Well, hey, here's another question. Have you ever have you ever killed a deer? Yes, with my bow. Yes, that bow. What? Yes. So okay, so yeah, okay, so so like my like third time going fourth third or fourth time going hunting with that thing, I shot a doe. And I never How long ago was this? Last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you shot a buck? No. I've never shot a buck in my life. Well, I sh- okay, I shot at one, but <laughs> <laughs> I I hit it, but it 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 survived. And was this doe last year? Have you ever killed a, a another deer with a yeah. gun or anything? Yeah, I kill a a doe with a with a gun. Like two years ago, three years ago, <clears throat> maybe four. I don't know. I've only killed two deer in my life, two does. Maybe so you you're successful. Yeah, maybe you should go with a crossbow for a few years and then jump to and jump to a compound. Yeah, but uh, but I'm scared though. If I go jump to a crossbow and I miss, then what's gonna be my my excuse? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a compound. You're like, well, you know, it is a compound, so they should. Somebody should make. Uh, I'm sure somebody makes this a uh, a crossbow. That's four regular bows that you just like strap a regular bow onto. What do you mean? Oh, like it's like you can like like a like it's like, like a cross. You can it's convert it. Convert like, it. Like convert your regular bow into a crossbow. Convert your compound bow to a crossbow. That'd be kind of cool. I'm sure there. Well, surely somebody's made something. I'm sure there. It probably would be a lot easier with a recurve. Yeah, probably than with a compound. Yeah, right. You're right. <clears throat> Actually, the the new compound or not compound the new. Um, Crossbows are like I'm not kidding you. They're like they're like this tiny, they're super tiny, they're like yeah. a foot wide yeah. and like two feet long, and, yeah. and they shoot like insane. It's yeah. like a gun. Yeah, and and they'll they'll like yeah take your finger off if you have yeah. it away. Oh, so yeah, they're insane. But I'll stick to my compound. If you guys hey, you you know go what? with the air bow, I wonder. You, surely you can use an air bow during during uh, bow season. I don't know. Oh, it, I'm sure you can it, use anything to kill a deer. Well, during bow season. Oh, I don't know. Does it reload itself in arrow? No, it's a one shot. It's a gun, but it shoots arrows. Oh, I've mm. seen that. Yeah, it's got like a straw, and you slide the bow, the arrow over the straw. Yeah, and then it like uses CO two and like. Hmm. I don't know, but I think I think <clears throat> I'm gonna try hunting this season, and if I don't get a deer at all with my bow. I might sell my bow and just buy a brand new one and see if that's the issue. Well, I think you should go to Burkholder Archery and do some practice shooting there at their shooting range. I, I tried, and they said, we're we're so busy right now, we can't. You, you can't even go in there. Well, I don't know if you can go in there, but you have to, like, to like for them to help you, like, 
tune it. You have to like set up an appointment. Oh. I don't got time for that. Well, I'd rather you just go hunting. Cro- if you want to get a crossbow, they're definitely the place to go get it. Oh, I don't want to get a crossbow, though. I, I, Nicholas, I think if you walked in there and you shot and missed their targets in there, I think they would be like, they would feel so bad for you that they would just help no, you. I'm gonna, I want to go to them and say, I missed three deer now. I my wife is asking me why, why I'm not more embarrassed. My, my wife's going to leave me if you guys don't help me. <laughs> my wife's, yeah, my wife's, my wife's going to leave me if I don't kill a deer. Please help me. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to donate to um, to me and my my my, my should, deer hunting, let's set up a PayPal fund for no, Nicholas. Go, go fund me, deer, yeah, yeah, go fund me for Nicholas's hunting, yeah, because the pro it's not. I I have deer that come actually. Okay, so I went hunting later that week. Actually, no, it was this week. Yesterday, no. it's two. Today's Tuesday. It was it was Saturday. Saturday night I went hunting. And that same buck was like 15 <laughs> yards from me, in front of me. And I almost shot at him just to test if I could actually kill a deer. <laughs> but I didn't. And I said, you know what? No, I'm going to wait for that opportunity where there's a big buck. If I miss it, well, who cares, you know? But I'm scared that I was going to hit this buck and kill it, and then I can't sh- go hunting again. So I didn't shoot Yeah, don't shoot the little ones. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Some Somebody, some Amish guy down the road is going to shoot it for you. I know, sadly. Anywho, so, so right. yeah. I guess we got a lot of listeners out there. If you have some tips for Nicholas, um, yeah. I think I think is part part of it might be the fever, the buck fever, and part of it is probably just a bad shot. <laughs> well, your bow's off. Well, I know I should go, I should go to the bow you should, shop. You should and just practice get, more. Well, I do shoot quite quite a bit. But you said that when you went to shoot okay, it, it's it weird. Ended okay, up being okay. off. I want to. I, I still think you should just go buy some chickens. I want to go on the record. The same area size as the kill zone in a deer. I want to go on the record and say <laughs> that me and my and my coworker Luke uh, shoot both sides at work over lunchtime, and he can he he will testify to this. I'm a better shot than he is at targets. Okay, so it must. So be the fever. It, I think it's fever and just in the moment, and I I I think it's I'm not very good at like distance. Like I can't. Mm. But you've got a rangefinder. Yeah. So how yeah, does that how, how does that mess up? Yeah, but if your bow is if your bow is drawn, how are you going to get your 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 range finder. You checked out. it before. Yeah, but deer move, Ruben. Deer move closer and farther away all the time. Just get an assistant. I know what. I, <laughs> no, I know what I need to do. You can buy sites that do, like, they, they give you, like, range while yeah. you're looking down them. So I need to, I need to go find me for a new site that shows me what the range is. No, mm. I think Jeff's idea is best. Get some chickens, and then they'll be running at different distances, too. So it'll help you judge the distance better, too. <clears throat> okay, fine, I'll try. Put a pile put a pile of food out at 15, 25 and 35 yards for your chickens. No, my sights are at 20, 30 and 40. Yeah, well, yeah but that would be better practice cuz the oh. deer will never be at 40 oh. yards. The deer will be at 35. Uh-huh. Jeff, wow. Jeff, why aren't you a hunter? Cuz Jeff, why I, aren't you I, my I, assistant? I, you know what? I don't have a place a to hunt. I think that's the re- biggest yeah. reason that I'm not a hunter. I know it is it is nice having places to hunt. Like like family, yeah. You took your nephew along, yes. Why can't he be your rangefinder? He he's he can read numbers, can't he? Yeah, he 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 was rangefinding after the fact, but he's still he's still too young to actually. He can't he can't sit quietly. He was I'm not he, so so sixty three yards, sixty three yards, Uncle Nicholas. My dad took a a box of of snacks with for my for my nephew. 
I don't know why, but you took a, ba- a bag of, of Dorito chips. <laughs> it's like the noisiest and, and thing you can eat. Eating Lincoln, hearing Lincoln eat chips is like in a tree in a, in a in a hunting situation. We're trying to be quiet. Is like hearing a atomic bomb going off right beside you. <laughs> so are you like, gonna take? Are you gonna take any nephews hunting with you again? Oh yeah, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I'm not as psycho hunter as some people. If I if they spook a deer, just take bananas along next time. Those are pretty quiet. Yeah, you're right. Bananas would be quiet. Or yogurt. Or right. yogurt. Well, any, <sighs> anything else? I don't think so. Uh, I think we're good. All That's right. it. Um, why don't we go around and each give one <clears throat> one point? <clears throat> My point is the point today is practice shooting with chickens. Are you going to go next? Um, yes. My point is... Um, get an assistant rangefinder. I guess. My point is, before you throw away a camera, make sure it's actually broken. And what's our word of the week, Jeff? Word of the week today is rangefinder. 